Welcome to the Move Me to Texas podcast, your source for all things Houston. Each week, we break down what's going on and what's new in Houston and its suburbs. We provide you with market updates, plus a little bit of real estate news. We're live. We did it. We're live and in color. We are, although I'm very dark in this room. I I planned poorly, I'll be honest. But it means that you can focus on the moneymaker. That's right. <laughs> Paige, how are you doing today? I am good. The weather has been beautiful the past few days in H-Town. So I like voluntarily left the office today and ran to the store for the team. And it was amazing. Nice. I, yeah. um, how are I think, you? Yeah, I got out on Saturday for a little bit. So I think I, I enjoyed a little bit of the weather. Yeah. Like just head in the computer since then, but. You know, other than that, it's all good. We're here. Yeah. We're here. That's good. And the, uh, I'm pretty sure the good weather is supposed to continue through like the rest of this weekend and into next week. I'm actually looking at my weather channel app right now because, you know, where would I be without an app for everything? Uh, yeah, the weather's supposed to be beautiful for the rest of the month. So if you live in Houston. Yeah. I'm yeah. a weather person now. <laughs> you, you're the meteorologist. That was that yeah. qualified. Um, yeah, I was driving home from the gym last night and I saw a fair bit of lightning and then it even was raining on me at one point. So I was concerned that that was going to be a staple for the week. But uh, no. Quick not, little in and out, you know what I mean? A little shower. Yeah, just a little spritz. Not with Not to uh, get everything wet and my outdoor furniture to be completely saturated, but yep. you know, perfect. Just enough to ruin your morning coffee. That's right. <laughs> so I see a lot of Houston stuff in the background. I see uh, Biggie with an Astros jersey. Yes. Astros baseball coming back. I don't know that anyone is more excited than me. Uh, you're the first person to tell me when opening day was. So as far as my circle of friends goes, you are the most excited. Perfect. At least for one group of friends, right? That's good. I am super <laughs> pumped. So when is the first game back, Mike? Um, I think, is it April 18th? At 7, 10 p.m. Playing against uh, the Angels, Anaheim Angels. Always a good, um, I feel like that's always a good series. We always end up playing them, I feel like, in postseason. Always a good series. I am certain that Verlander will probably start us off uh, at home. He's uh, very interesting. You know, one of the oldest, I think he's one of the, he's thrown the most um, innings in professional baseball to have Tommy John surgery in return. Um, So I am interested to see, I think he's, I think I read somewhere he's, he's thrown like 3,000 major league, major league innings in his career. Wow. Um, that statement alone made my shoulder hurt. Yeah, I'm like, maybe I need Tommy Johnson. <laughs> I threw a, I threw a <laughs> crawfish boil on Saturday and threw a football twice, <laughs> and I'm, I'm out of commission. You're like, all right, stretch, <laughs> chiropractor, the whole nine yards. Yeah, so I'm super excited to see what he's going to look like this year. Carlos Correa is still up for grabs, and he apparently is talking to Houston. So this is going to be good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, 
I did see recently, see if I can figure out, I did just watch like a 30 minute YouTube video of how to StreamYard. Uh, so we'll see I, if I can figure this out, um, how to, I can share a tab, I'm sure. Don't share the wrong tab. I'm doing my best. Carlos Correa home lists for $1.6 million. Yes, I had no idea that he lived in Montrose. Uh, me either. I would have like creeped on him more often. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think figured... probably why we didn't know that he lived in. What was that? <laughs> I said that's probably why we didn't know that he lived in Montrose. Yeah, yeah. It's probably a good reason for that. Um, yeah, he's interestingly enough, he's got a, a basketball hoop. Um, I would have, uh, I would have maybe put a batting cage in there if I were him. You uh, know, uh, you know, you work with what you've got. You know what I mean? You work with what you've got. Yeah, 3,700 square foot, just shy of that, which honestly, in the Montrose area, that's not outrageous at this point. It, it really is not, honestly. Um, it's got a small spool, uh, which is, for those who don't know, it's a spa pool. He's got, looks like what to be a sauna, um, you know, outdoor fireplace, all of the workings of a house. 20% yeah. down, your payment might be, you know, five, six, $7,000, which for that area, as you said, is not, that's not a crazy price point. Yeah. And I mean, he's probably without traffic, 15 minutes from the stadium there. Yes. Easy, easy commute. Easy. Hop in an Uber. <laughs> I don't think he's, uh, he's Ubering to work for, uh, for what he's doing. Um, what have you been seeing as far as, I mean, Obviously, we, we all know it's no secret like loans or uh, the home market has been kind of flourishing again, right? Uh, yes. What have you been seeing as far as, as people coming through and, and looking for homes like this? What kind of numbers are we, are we finding more commonly? Yeah. So, I mean, really kind of our sweet spot right now has been most people are kind of looking at that three to $400,000 price point. Um, and so we're finding that that's kind of like our sweet spot right now, three to 400,000. And from there, we've just been in, is it unindated, inundated, inundated? Wow. Sometimes I'm smart. Promise mom. Um, inundated with buyers uh, right now because the spring market, as you know, March typically brings a lot more buyers because it's beautiful weather outside and more people want to go see homes when it's not cold and rainy. So we've had a lot more clients out looking um, this weekend was absolutely bonkers with the amount of people that I know agents showed. And I know the amount of estimates I sent this weekend was absolutely crazy. So even in a rising rate market that we're in right now, um, cause the feds actually tomorrow will wrap up their first meeting of 2022. So even, even in a rising rate market, the housing market is still crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen, I've seen that as well. I mean, I've, uh, and it might just be, you know, uh, location-wise, right? Everything's geographical. Some places are more desirable. I have a buyer right now who's been looking in the Sugar Land, uh, Katy, Richmond kind of area. Yeah. Uh, we just got an offer rejected that was 23000 over asking with an appraisal waiver. Wow. Yeah. So uh, definitely safe to say things are picking up. Uh, yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but I think that it's just going to continue on that trend. Um, 
as we get think, to summer. I think you're right. And I think more people will start listing their house. I actually talked to a friend today. Um, we've been going back and forth for her to list her house almost for the past year. Um, they just had their second kid. They're in 1300 square feet. While yes, they have a three bedroom, two bath house, it is very tiny for them. They also have two large dogs, one of them being a Great Dane, the other one being a Yellow Lab. And so they're just like, she's like, we are to the, like packed to the gills, right? And so we've been going back and forth for the past year and she just found out how much she could sell our house for. Um, and so she's like, she's amazed. They just bought their home three years ago. And so they're going to cash out on some equity, pay off all of their other debts, and then buy a house with still 10 to 15% down and their payments are not going to go up. So it's just like people are finally starting to see kind of the benefit of, yes, you might have to buy a more expensive home, but by leveraging the equity that you have in your current home, you're totally able to come out actually um, ahead of the game. Right. And that's huge. And, yeah. you know, even with, I mean, obviously it depends, right? right? Are, are you okay? Is that a little crazy? I don't is there Is there an earthquake? <laughs> um yeah like obviously you can leverage that equity and but people are, are scared right like oh i'll sell my house and i'll get so much for it but where am i going to go yeah uh, so it's how how are you i'm, I'm sure you're combating that as well um, yeah. just on the on the lending side right like my job is, as an agent is to uh handle a lot of these objections but how are you uh, handling those sort of uh, thoughts on the lending side yeah, so if people are selling sub 300,000, I'm just telling them to go ahead and um, request a 45 to 60 day lease back um, at either charge or no charge because it gives them the opportunity to go ahead and sell their home and after the financing contingency is up to go ahead and start making offers on a new house knowing that they have a place to go, they have someone to buy their home and then now they're going to have a place to go. So it really opens up the opportunity for someone who's maybe a first time home buyer who has a current lease and they might already have a place to stay for them and they're not selling a home for them to come into this first time home buyer market, you know, around 300,000 or maybe 250 to 350 and to offer a lease back to someone who's trying to buy up. Right. So um, yeah, that's what we've really been telling people. And then just trying to obviously leverage people to see if they qualify with both mortgages, knowing that they're probably not going to have to make two mortgage payments. That's right. really been kind of a big one. It's like, Hey, the reality is your home's going to sell pretty fast you're probably not going to have to make two mortgage payments because if you close in April, your first payment's not due till June. Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much exactly what I've been saying as well. You know, like if you can, if you can get things lined up with the, with the lease back, um, that's probably your best bet, right? Because you're not having yeah. to put in offers with, with contingencies, which yeah. right as a, as a seller, no, it's, it's less likely to be accepted. Um, yeah. And yeah. also, are you are you talking to people about maybe maintaining their home and leasing it out to people? Um, because we've, we've definitely been kind of throwing that out there. Obviously not every single home makes sense to lease, but the ones that do, I mean, the rental market is even more crazy. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that I don't uh, work as much rentals anymore because it is, the last few ones that I have were, were rough. It was really hard. There's, you know, I'd say it's even even stronger than the uh, the sales market right now, where yeah. a home hits the market for a lease. If somebody wants it, they're gonna they're gonna snatch it up really quickly. And yeah. you even get like a rental scenario that's kind of like uh, a sale where you have multiple offer scenarios. You'll have mm -hmm. 
10 or 15 applications in at once and someone's going to say oh, i'll put six months down six months rent down initially or i'll double the um you know the uh can't think of words right now help me out here the, double the the down payment deposit deposit there we go you knew what i was thinking i was like i know what your brain is thinking i'm not sure what it's called though yeah so we've been we've been running into things like that um so i have been i've been doing you know, a fair bit of that with people um, just saying, hey, like, have you considered using the money that you've got, like looking looking at that equity and putting that towards a new home and then even keeping what you've got or and, and renting it out? Because if you've got it, if you've, if you've already got that home, the hard part's done. The purchasing is done. Right? Yeah, exactly. And you probably purchased that home for three and a half to 10 percent down. And so you didn't have to put the full 20 percent down like you would on an investment home. Um, I saw a realtor, some like TikTok famous realtor, I cannot think of their name right now, um, posted something the other day that they Katie. were like, huh? Was it Katie Day? No, it might've been like Ryan Steer or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some, someone really like that. <laughs> um, so we posted like, hey, you did you know that you don't have to put 20% down on your first investment home? And I was curious. I, I So I started dealing with them and he was like, yeah, but, you know, as a lender, you probably know this, but you probably already live in your first, what could be your first investment property. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, forget that, that they, they think they have to sell. They think they have to get rid of the home that they're in. And they forget that, wow, I could probably buy my next home with only 5% down, keep the house that I'm currently in and make some, as I like to call it, sad cheddar. <laughs> That's sad. Sad cheddar. Yeah. Um, make that shoe money. There you go. Uh, yeah, Annika and I actually made a video about this a while ago. You know, it's it's a lot of people think that like, oh, I want to be a real estate investor. And they think, oh, I, I fourplex, duplex, triplex, whatever. They think that. And then they think like, okay, I have to do this loan. I got to get 20% down, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All while living in a home that they own. Yeah. It's, it's like, okay, you like that home. Yes, I get it. But what if other people like that home and they want to spend nice amounts of money to live there while you own it and then they giving that to you all you did was buy a new home and you're an investor yeah that's what i did it was awesome it was the best thing ever and two nice ladies liked my pink walls so <laughs> for those of y'all who don't know it my last house had pink walls throughout uh and it was like a barbie doll dream house and it was intense and i loved every moment of it and i thought i was gonna have to paint the walls but Someone loved it. And I love that for them. Well, and the beauty of that is, you know, I, I've run into plenty of, of renters um, that have asked like, hey, do you think the landlord would be okay if we, would I paint this wall, right? Like they'll do the work for you if you think it's not ready. Yeah. So like in your position, like obviously you didn't have to, but somebody- I was willing to. I was willing to paint the walls, but we didn't have to because these two nice ladies liked the walls. So, yeah. And I think that's a prime example that not all landlords are evil. You're <laughs> I'm a nice lady. <laughs> nice. Sometimes you're not going to, you're not going to take their deposit away for hanging up a photo and putting a hole in the wall with some, it's, it's a simple side cutter. Yeah, exactly. So, well, cool deal. Um, I'm kind of running out of things to talk about. Um, again, this is kind of a, uh, 
kind of a last minute thing, helping Katie out. She's uh she's got some things going on, but you know, it's conference, here. Katie. <laughs> yeah, the always busy Katie. Um, what? Uh, oh, actually, I did have something I wanted to talk about that actually Katie sent me. So let me see if I can figure out how to pull this up again. That video is saving my life here. Um, so this was something interesting that we found. Um, Blooming Houston suburb lands number one ranking in best cities to live in Houston. Before I scroll down, can you guess which suburb this is? Um, it's either going to be the Woodlands or it's going to be, if I had to guess, honestly, like the Woodlands, Humble, or Fulcher. Mm, you were on the money the first time. The Woodlands. The Woodlands. Yeah. So yes. home to normally that's normally that's like my top choice because the Woodlands, gosh, if you lived there 20 years ago, you know what, you know what the Woodlands was and what it is now. Oh yeah, and it's it's still growing rapidly. Um, mm -hmm. Being named the best city to live, the Woodlands ranks second on Nisha's list of the best cities to buy a house, and sixth on its list of the cities with the best public schools and the best cities yeah. for retirees. So um, I thought that was interesting. Um, I know you've got. I think you have family in the Woodlands area. Right? I do. My mom lives in Conroe, so not the Woodlands exactly. Um, but I kind of grew up in that spring area and have watched it kind of flourish and grow. And that area is absolutely bonkers. I read the other day where the average average amount of homes for sale in the Woodlands is 500. And there are less than 60 on the market right now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, um, you know, and it's funny. I've had a couple buyers up in that area and they ultimately have gone with spring or Conroe. And it's almost like, like the Woodlands is a suburb of Houston, but people yeah. are looking to the suburbs of the Woodlands to yeah. be kind of Woodlands adjacent. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like a suburb, suburb of a suburb, sub, suburb of a suburb. It's a, a dub sub, double suburb. Dub, oh, <laughs> we should coin that. Yes. Dub sub. Sorry. Are you looking in a dub sub? <laughs> Are you looking for in-town living, suburban living, or dub sub? Or dub sub living. <laughs> so it's like, is Umble a dub sub of, of Kingwood, or is Atascacita a dub sub of Umble? Ooh. I'd say Atascacita is a dub sub of Umble. Okay. All right. I like it. I'm down. I'm down to clown. I like this word. <laughs> I'm definitely going to start using it way more. Um, Next time I talk to Katie, I'm going to be like, hey, did you know that Tomball's a dub sub of the Woodlands? <laughs> but it's also an interesting point, though, that I found was, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but the Woodlands does not have um, uh, tax deductions. What? So oh, in there's homestead exemptions. There's no HOA. It used to be associated and be a part of the city of Houston back in the Dizay, from my understanding. And I believe that it sub, sub dubbed itself away from the Houston, city of Houston. So now it's like its own free entity. Hmm. Okay. So, Interesting. 
yeah, maybe prior because it used to literally be owned by the city of Houston. Interesting. Okay. Because I've been told um, by a couple of different sources that there's no homestead exemptions within the Woodlands proper. So I wonder if the Woodlands Township doesn't have any homestead exemptions. That could be, that could be correct. But they're typically, the Woodlands is actually the, one of the cheapest places for taxes and HOA to live because there's typically and traditionally no HOA unless you live in Carlton Woods. And even then you're in a dub sub, technically spring. Um, I'm gonna, I love this. I love this so much. I appreciate you, Mike. And um, the tax rate is absolutely low, low, low because they've already paid back their bond. So right. they have no bond to pay back. So if you're looking in the woodlands and you think you can't afford it, think again. But think quickly. because. Uh... But think fast. <laughs> Don't take your time on it. Yeah. Think right now. Yeah. You could be you could be in a sub proper instead of a dub sub. Ayo. <laughs> well, cool deal. Um, I know you did this last week with Annika. Uh, she said you guys ran about 40 minutes long. I don't know. I don't want to take up much of your time. I don't know how these normally go. So this is it. Normally, you know, we just be chatting. Um, I will say I'm going to rate this experience uh, an 8 or 9 out of 10. So this is great. I'll chalk I'm going to rate my normal experience a seven and a half out of 10. So. Perfect. I, I will take that happily. Always shooting, uh, shooting above the stars, Mike Brand. You know, I do what I can. Yeah. That's all I can ask. And if y'all don't follow Mike on the YouTubes, on the YouTubes, on the YouTubes, him and Anika have a really cool channel. Yeah. Where I'll put out good content on every Tuesday. Uh, Wednesdays and Wednesday? Fridays. Wednesdays and Fridays. All right, I was close. You know, I was close. It was next door, right? Yeah. So Tuesdays we we do our batch creations, and then I go to go to town editing and uh, lose my mind for a little bit, and then uh, do it all and again. You're back. Yeah. So uh, no, we have a lot of fun doing it, and um, we just finished up our uh, home buyer series. So like first time home buyers, uh, like step by step guides. So um, especially in Texas, because you can have, you could have bought a home out of state, right? And have a completely different process. So I think it's important to note that because a lot of people don't yes. think about it. like, oh, I've, you know, I've bought six homes in California. It's like, great, this is Texas, welcome. We do things way differently. Mm -hmm. Bigger and better. Yes. Bigger and better, more, yeah, more more better. <laughs> that more should better. be, everything's bigger in Texas. Everything, it should change to everything's bigger and better in Texas. Yeah, everything is bigger and better in Texas. Um, and then you all put out some, um, fire IG content as well. <laughs> you know, it's funny the amount of people that think that I have any sort of responsibility in that. Annika, you're killing it. Keep doing what you're doing, sis. You're doing great. I am. I'm merely a prop uh, that can speak. So, uh, all uh, all props out to Annika for that. She's the uh, she's the the master. The, the brains behind the matter. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. Just a person that says things. So, um, cool. cool. All right. Well, will I see you on April 18th at the opening day game? Uh, maybe if I can find tickets. If not, right. I'd be That's happy to pregame and tailgate. And I'm sure. I'm sure they're going to do the same thing they do every year, where they have the fan block. fest. Yeah, for sure. And single game tickets just went on sale today, so they are available and out there. 
and they're doing a bobblehead giveaway on opening day. I'm sure the, the jets are going to fly over. Oh yeah. You know, if you haven't been to fan fest and you're watching this, put it on the calendar right now. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's literally a block party in East downtown, like park somewhere else, Uber in, you're not going to find space to, to drive, let alone walk. So yeah. And uh, plan to go to Irma's before the game. If you want a good margarita and some amazing Mexican food, they're open. I think, seven to four normally Monday through Friday or they might be closed on Monday actually. So Tuesday through Friday, but they stay open late on game day during the season. And they are, it is a treat. Have you, you've been to Irma's? Yes. I have not. What we are going to have to go for sure. Right. I'm putting, finding a day on the calendar. We're going to go to Irma's for lunch. It's amazing. And I learned the other day that it is eight minutes from my office. So now I will be frequenting there more often for lunch. Um, is, but if you've not been to Irma's, you need to go. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is amazing, and their um, their hospitality is bar none. It's amazing. So. Yeah, I definitely definitely want to do that. Then uh, probably see you there on the 18th. Perfect. All right. Well. Well, this was fun. Um, I don't think I watched all the way to the end of the video to figure out how to end the broadcast. <laughs> but, but we're gonna do our best, folks. <laughs> Everybody on the team always gives me crap because I am uh, technologically challenged. It's okay, uh, me too. Twenty-seven, going on eighty. I don't know how to use my phone half the time, but we're here. We're doing it. Uh, I'm assuming it's this big red button that says "End Broadcast." So, uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for joining in. Thank you, Paige, so much for just being you, being fun. Thanks for you being you, man. I'll see you at Irma soon, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. We'll make it happen. All right. Have a good night. You as well. Take care. Bye.